Prince as she told us tales of places she had visited before Barbara and I joined her and the doctor on their travels. Her object was to persuade her grandfather that the life of a wanderer in the fourth dimension was better with companions. But even as I saw in my mind's eye the mountains of the planet Quinnis and the metal seas of Venus, I knew that her words were having no effect. The doctor interrupted this talk of Venus to announce that we had landed. And on Earth, he said, back where you came from. Before we could ask any questions, before we could even collect our thoughts or say goodbye, he had opened the ship's doors, and Barbara and I found ourselves hustled through them, and they shut behind us. We may have been on Earth. In fact, as it turned out, we were. But the place in which we found ourselves was not where we came from. Not the dirty, familiar city of London. Barbara and I found ourselves very literally at sea. Rain lashed down onto the deck of an old-fashioned sailing ship. Wind whipped the sails, and Barbara stumbled against me as the ship lurched from side to side. As she clung to me in fear, a shout came from behind. We turned to see a horde of sailors gazing at us. Their short linen trousers, billowing shirts and pigtails hinted that they too were not of our time. And there was a strange mix of fear and anger on their faces. Where do you come from? cried one. Demons! From a demon box! And then they realized there was something worse than a demon on board. A woman! cried one. A woman on board! Above us a sail ripped in the wind and was lost in the darkness in seconds. This seemed to stir them to action. They began to approach us, still slightly fearful, but determined now. She's brought a curse on us, called the tallest of them. Throw her overboard, yelled a man by my side. I pushed Barbara behind me. This was not the first time we'd had to deal with primitive superstitions, and I knew there was no use attempting to reason with men in this state. A quick glance over my shoulder showed me that TARDIS was still there. My only hope was that the Doctor or Susan were watching this scene on the ship's scanner. Get back to the ship, I shouted to Barbara desperately. I'll hold them off. I felt her hands leave my arm. I dared not turn away, but stood staring at the approaching sailors, hoping that the courage I didn't feel would show in my face and intimidate them. For a few seconds, the lead sailor locked eyes with me. Then his gaze drifted upwards. His mouth opened in shock, and I knew no more. When I awoke, all was calm. A face swam into view, a strong, middle-aged face, topped with a powdered wig. There was a mouth on the face, and I became aware that it was opening and closing. I tried to concentrate, and finally the words penetrated my brain. Where do you come from? Tell me where you come from. I, I tried to think. Water... Something about water, sea, seas, metal seas, 
the metal seat of Venus. Venus, I breathed. The mouse gasped. You came from Venus? Did I? Was that where we'd visited last? I, it was all I could see in my mind. Venus, Venus, I repeated. He stared. How can this be? Were you perhaps sent to observe us at the transit, just as we observed you? The words made little sense to me, but in my confusion, I, I would agree to anything. I heard myself saying, yes. And then I, I drifted into sleep again. When I awoke for the second time, I was alone. My head hurt. I raised a hand and felt an egg-sized bump on one side. But it was clearer now. After giving myself a few minutes to reach full...